What's going man, on, what's man? Up? Yeah, we made it. How's it going? Good to see you. Good to see you too, man. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, happy New Year, man. Um, yeah, so I I just clicked record, so you know we'll we'll get this going. Usually I do them uh, in person, and uh, you know I just go up to people and and talk. But of course, with COVID and everything, it's it's a little harder to yeah. do that. But um, now, man, like. Uh, welcome to the Talking with Strangers Appreciate podcast. It. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having yes. me. Yeah, no, I I really like doing this. I really um, want to hear more about you and spend a lot of time just hearing about your journey. And uh, we met for everyone who's listening. We met on uh, Instagram and um, just saw the hustle that uh, Omer was doing and wanted to yeah hear more about you and and. Uh, you know, what led you to become so entrepreneurial at this age? Because I think that's hard to come by. And anytime I see that, I'm just like, I need to be around that. Yeah. Um, I mean, first of all, thanks for having me again. Second of all, um, yeah, we met on Instagram. I saw what he was doing. Uh, I think he reached out to me and I was, I, I like stalked your Instagram for like an hour. I'm like, damn, this guy is <laughs> killing it. Like, damn, I want to be like him. I mean, um, Instagram is just like such a great tool to connect with people and and meet young like like minded people. Uh, for me, it was very random. I won't tell you. I always wanted to you know do real estate or really get into the entrepreneurial side of things. I always knew I had it in me. I didn't know that's what I would do and take. Um, so I'm originally from Ethiopia. I only moved to the U.S. five years ago with my dad. Uh, so I moved here around my sophomore year of high school, and. Um, the reason we moved, my dad was just like, you know, better education, uh, better chance of getting to a good college, better chance of getting to med school. Basically, the route that my parents knew, immigrants, that's the only thing they really know is, you know, good education, get a good job, you know, lawyer, doctor, engineer, and that's how you're going to make it out. That's how you're going to change your family's life, all that good stuff. Um, so that's, a, that's the route I thought I was going to take. You know, I came here, I was really into my books, just like grinded all the time, got decent grades. Uh, I got into the George Washington University for like a seven-year med school program, which is actually where I'm at right now um, in my dorm. Uh, but clearly that didn't work out and that didn't happen. Um, all my summers I spent, you know, at hospitals, interning this, that, because I really thought that's what I was going to do just because that's yeah. what my parents had really pushed upon me. Uh, but back home in Ethiopia, my mom did have um, a factory, a cement factory, and it was a family-run business with all my uncles. And that always like intrigued me. Like I always wanted to learn more about it. My mom would like push me away. She's like, no, just focus on school. Like, don't really worry about it. Uh, my uncles were a little more receptive. They were like, yeah, learn about the business. He was like, you know, doctors and all are great, but you should really look into, you know, just being an entrepreneur. Like he was like, maybe if anything, be an engineer, because that'll lead you a lot of ways within the entrepreneurial route, this, that. Um, yeah. But again, my parents really pushed away from that and really wanted me to go to med school and, you know, be a doctor. So coming here, um, you know, high school, just in my books, on the route to, to pre-med. Um, I wasn't too, you know, social and it was different coming from a third world country, coming to the U.S., really getting into school. It, it was a huge shift, a huge change. Um, so I was shy, just stuck to my books, didn't really do much. Um, it wasn't until like maybe in my junior, senior year, you know, I started like expanding more, a little more social, got a little more comfortable. Um, and I think a couple of my teachers noticed that. And they really pushed me out to like 
um, to get into more roles, like extracurricular activities, stuff like that. And ever since, you know, I was a kid or whatever it was, I guess it was because it was implemented by my parents. I was huge on education because like my dad told me, you know, education is the way out. Get a good education. You can change your life. Um, I still believe that to this day, 100 percent kind of my what my definition of education has changed. But I definitely still believe education is the way to get to wherever you want to be and really change your life. Um, so I was a big advocate on education. Uh, so while I was in high school, my teachers kind of nominated me to not my teacher, my principal nominated me to run for a position on uh, the Baltimore County Board of Education, uh, which is basically one student role on the Board of Education that's elected by like, we are the third largest school district in Baltimore County. So it's elected by like 120,000 kids. Um, you got to like run a whole campaign, you're sworn in, you're basically like, an elected official. Um, so I, I was very against it. I was like, no, I don't really, I'm not really too social. I'm not good at public speaking. I'm not doing this. It's not happening. Uh, but one of my teachers, my avid teacher, Miss Lab, who was a teacher that really took me in when I came in, really made me feel comfortable, really pushed like, Omar, please just do this for me. Um, that's when I said, okay, let's go ahead. I'll submit an application. Um, I passed the paper side of it, you know, whatever qualifications they needed, grades, this, that. I passed that side of it. So then I moved forward to a role where it's like, you know, running a campaign and you got to get voted on. Uh, when I made it to the finalist round, which I did not think I would, that's when I was like, okay, maybe I can actually win this. Let's take this seriously. Um, so I, we ran a pretty good campaign. We did end up winning. So I got the position on the board, uh, which is what really kind of brought me into the whole you know, more brought me more into the entrepreneur spirit, even though I was, you know, working on education and stuff like that. One, I really saw how, how much inequity there was in our education system, how what they're teaching us doesn't really get us ready for the real world. There are some good parts of it, but there's just so much more that we should be learning and teaching in, in schools that we just aren't. And when I brought up the questions on the highest level there was in Baltimore County on the Board of Education, no one knew the answers to it. No one was responding. I was like, hey, why aren't we teaching about, you know, finances, taxes, stuff like that? Um, you know, they kind of shifted the motto from, you know, uh, getting you college, college ready to college and career ready. But in my head, I'm like, you're really not getting them career ready. You're just getting them college ready because you're not teaching them anything about the real world. <laughs> um, so I started bringing up questions and no one was taking yeah. it seriously. So it was, it was, it was, wow. um, it was that, that's kind of like when I was like, okay, there's something off right now. There's something happening. Um, and that's when I kind of started really looking to more of just, you know, financial education and learning things on my own. Um, my term passed on the board. It was a great year. We did some pretty good stuff. Um, and my first year in college is when I was, you know, doing my pre-med studies, bio, all that good stuff. And I was sitting in my college dorm room. My first semester was COVID. We weren't in person, it was online, but we were still on campus. And I was like, what am I doing? You know, mm -hmm. I was like, this is not what I want to do. I'm not passionate about it. Um, so what's there to get into? And I, I knew I wanted to get into the entrepreneurial world. I didn't know exactly what. So I just started, you know, best business to get into. Um, what's there around me? And, you know, real estate's all everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's, it's all about real estate. Real estate's the best business to get into. Real estate, real estate, real estate. So like, let's see what this is about. Uh, I searched up best brokerages near me, best real estate firms near me, and the One Street Company actually popped up as the number one search result. And I had a little bit of marketing experience uh, for my first internship and my very first mentor, Tim. 
um, who ran a social media company and who kind of was actually the first person to let me know, listen, man, if you really want to be successful, just know that going pre-med only way to do it. And he kind of just looked at me weird. as like, just keep that in mind. I'm not going to tell you not to do it, but just keep that in mind. Um, and he was a college dropout too. And he runs some seven figure business and is really killing it. He does marketing for Under Armour and a lot of big brands in Baltimore. So um, I re I reached out to uh, the CEO of One Street. I cold emailed him and I said, hey, my name's Omar. I don't really know much about real estate or anything like that in general, to be honest with you. But I, I, I took a look at your website, took a look at your social media, and I'm extremely impressed. I know you guys really work on your SEO and optimization. You guys are the number one search results. So just threw a little bit of knowledge in there. I was like, hey, more than happy to come in there and work on your social media for you guys and do whatever you guys need for absolutely free for whatever, for however long you'll have me. And surprisingly, he emailed me back an hour later. He was like, hey, Omar, never really got an email like this before, but sure, come on in and, and we'll see what nice. we can do. So yeah, so that was kind of <laughs> how it started. And um, wow. I went in the next day, Monday morning, and he, I like sat in the lobby, waited for him to come in. And once he came in, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm Omar. You know, he, <laughs> and he was completely lost. He's like, who? Like, what can I do for you? Like, what's up, man? Like, what do you want? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm the kid that, you know, cold emailed you, asked you to come down, whatever. And he was like, oh, you're actually here. Um, I don't know. Just hang around with me. I don't really have anything planned for you. Um, and I did that. I just We just hung out all day. I just followed him around through meetings uh, and just was really just watching him be a CEO of a multi-million dollar company, which is amazing. And, and we really clicked and we vibed. That's and, so sick. <laughs> yeah, and by the end of it, we were really tight by the end of the day. And he was like, listen, man, I really like your vibe. I like your story. He was like, feel free to come back any day, every day. Yeah. Like, it's all. And uh, yeah, you're good. <laughs> and um, yeah, so then literally after I left that night, I left at like, I got there at like 9 a.m. We left like 9 p.m. because he stays so late. Um, and every day after that, I didn't go to a single class and I just went and stayed with him for the next eight months. Interned wow. for him, did social media. Um, just really just I was hanging okay. out with a CEO and I, and it was just amazing and I learned so much and he was like okay Omar you need to get your real estate license you will absolutely murder this he started real estate when he was 18 too um, he's 40 now has had multiple businesses he does development he has his brokerage and he does a lot of commercial work too and property management um, so I got my license about like two weeks after he told me to he handed me my first he's like okay here take this client I know you'll kill it. Don't worry about it. Just kind of threw me loose. And we closed her within the very next week. Um, a month later, we had, I had my first transaction under my belt. And then it's just been history since then. Just been working with him, hustling, learning from them. Um, so it's been about six months. I ended the year off with 5 million in sales. And the goal is to triple that next year. But it's, it's been a great year. And that's kind of like my long, short story. Wow. Oh my gosh, dude, there's so much good stuff in there. I mean, all the way from uh, your family's journey to the U.S. and then uh, how your parents, you know, how they wanted the best for you, but, and you knew that, and, uh, and it wasn't that they were like, you know, you can't do anything, but like, they just, they want the best for you there. And sometimes they don't even know, parents don't even know what new opportunities are there. So it's like, uh, yeah and then all the way through uh, you know the the speaking and you starting to public speak and you speaking out to these government officials about education and 
really just seeing that, wow, even at the highest levels, uh, there's, there's a lot of people that just aren't there mentally and aren't there with the times and seeing the changes. So that, that's cool. And then just like you emailing the CEO and just spending all that time with them. Um, that's amazing. I mean, that's like, that is inspiring. I know so many people are going to get value out of that because that's what it's about. Like you have to just reach out. You have to make the introduction approach, call someone, cold call someone, you know, call up that friend you haven't spoken to in a while. And you just, you'll never know what new insight you'll gain from it. And so that's, I resonate with that, man. Super, super awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like what, what, uh, that shift, um, when like medical school wasn't quite for you, uh, cause I went through a similar shift where I wanted to do, um, I want to be an orthopedic surgeon. And of course I was going to school to do it. And then it was like 2019 when I finally saw people online and I was walking my dog and I finally just looked at the ads instead of being angry at people trying to run ads to me about this new opportunity. I'm, I finally just was receptive and it changed my life. And you know, the business didn't work out, but it still opened my eyes. And so was there like a specific moment where, you know, I know you talked about when you were um, speaking with the board, uh, was there another moment where you're just like, yeah, there's something more for me. There's something greater for me. Honestly, it was, um, I was doing an internship um, at Johns Hopkins hospital. Um, you know, I had applied so long ago for it, really tried really hard to get into it. It was kind of a little bit of a hard program to get into. Yeah. And I got in and I was pretty happy because, you know, all this hard work paid off, blah, blah. But not when I was there, I was just like, like, this isn't it. Like, I didn't feel it. You know what I mean? Like, I, uh -huh. I was hustling and I was working every day. I was studying all the time, but it just felt forced. It felt like I was like, just really forcing myself mm -hmm. to do it. And it just didn't mm -hmm. feel right. And in the back of my head, I knew that, but I always just threw it back. I'm like, no, this is what I want to do. This is what I need to do. Stop. Don't, wow. there's no other route. And I kind of just forced myself. And then it wasn't even until I completely got into real estate where I realized, damn, this doesn't feel like work. Like I enjoy this. Like it's a lot of work. I'm putting in probably double the hours I was when I was doing it, you know, studying for med or whatever, but I enjoy it and I like it. And I'm like, okay, this is what it's supposed to feel like. So that's kind of where it really clicked for me. Dude, it's, and that's the same. That's the best way I would describe it for me too. It's like, yeah. you you're putting in work and it feels good to go through, you know, organic chemistry and ACE a test or look at all the molecules, do the arrow push and be like, wow, I mastered that. I came from here yeah. and I'm, I'm better at it. That's nice. And I think you can, you can feel good about doing the hard work because I think we're disciplined people and we like to just be challenged, but it's like, it's a, it's such a small nuance with knowing, okay, yes, I feel good about it, but like, what do I feel like? What is, is the passion there? And man, like I totally know what you mean. And, and that, that yeah. is hard. I think for a lot of people to figure out super young and um, you know, it's, it's cool that you did at such an early age. And how old are you now? 19. Wow. 19. That's awesome. Man. That's yeah. cool. Um, I honestly didn't have that realization until I think I was, yeah, I was, I was 21 at the time. Uh, yeah. But it was, I remember the day because it was, I finally thought for myself, I finally, it, it was like, I broke out. I broke out. I was in this little cloud and then boop, yep. a thought just came out and I'm like, wait, 
that felt what just happened? I could do that. Yeah. yeah. Like, what if I did that? What if I just, and for me, it was, um, I wanted to go to Bali. I wanted to travel because I was doing this project and interviewing a lot of people. And I wanted to have a passive income stream or something that I could make money online and do that. And, yeah. um, then I finally was just like, wait, I don't have to, I don't have to sit here and study. I don't have to spend my entire summer doing this. I can travel on my own, make money yep. on my own and make plenty of it and live a great life. That's not medicine. And medicine's a great path, but like, yeah. it was finally Perfect. just, I thought for myself, and it's cool that you, you had the same thing. Um, Cause it's just like, it's just, it's just such a rush because then you get that passion and you're like, okay, great. I'm starting from here, but I have nothing to lose. Like, exactly. And if, lose. if it makes anyone feel better, any of your viewers feel better, it's like, if you're going through the same thing or like a similar situation and you're like, oh, I don't really know if I should do it. My kind of like push in the beginning was, okay, worst case scenario, I do this real estate thing. It doesn't work out. I come back to college. I go to like it literally the, the worst. There's the worst case scenario is you go back to where you were already. So just go for it. Like that's all I can really say. It's like I wish I, you know, could explain it a little bit better. But I know it sounds like, oh no, I'm not gonna risk everything I worked for to just try this. That's not gonna work out. But I'm telling you, it's gonna be worth it. So really just take the risk. A job, worst case scenario, you're back to where you started and you just keep going from where you left off it's it's perfectly said because i think it's especially because of the way we're educated and the way how it's so narrow-minded in a way and in some respects that's good but in others it's limiting what that yeah. does i think to a young child's brain throughout college is they just high school and colleges they just don't think that there's a possibility and so even thinking it is like brings fear and i experienced that so much i'm like well wait what if i like go off and do this thing that means like I won't make money and then I'll like disappointment from my parents and people around me and I'm gonna throw my life away. And what if I'm homeless? Like all these thoughts. And I can tell you people who are watching like Omar's right. Like the, there's the rock bottom. It's not that bad. <laughs> like it's bad, but it's really not that bad. Like taking a job I, I was working dishwashing for like six months, right? Four months. Yep. And um, I found myself, oddly enough, I found, I reconnected with my spirit that was like, I'll do anything it takes. And just know that like, you know, if you're watching this and you're feeling something, you're feeling like you want to break out, like Omar said, there is literally like nothing that can hurt you. You're not going to die. Like, okay, maybe some people will be like, well, what are you doing? Your friends will be like, well, what are you doing? Your parents will be like, what are you doing? And you just tell them, you know, this is what I feel. I want to see this through. And I would appreciate your yep. support. If you don't want to support me, that's okay. And that's when your life starts. <laughs> yep. A thousand, a thousand and ten percent. I agree with you. And again, it's not going to be pretty especially in the beginning, it's not going to be pretty um, exactly like what he said. I mean, I, in the beginning, it's like, I told, I dropped everything and I was working for him every day for nine months, had no type of source of income for like food, gas, whatever. So literally every night 
we're done. He leaves the office typically around 8 to 9 p.m. We leave at 8 to 9 p.m. I think it was like till 11 or like 12.30, depending on how well I was doing that night, I was door dashing, making some money, but I'm enjoying it. I was literally in my car, just vibing, listening to music, doing these deliveries. Like I was enjoying it. I was like, damn, I like this. I would honestly rather DoorDash and Uber Eat and just do my own thing and be happy with it versus, I don't know, sitting in an accountant's office, punching, I don't know, whatever it is. It's just, you can really feel it when you're doing your like, okay, like, even though this isn't the best day, like I know where I'm headed and I know what my goal is. So like, I'm happy doing this. I'm happy doing this for however long it's going to take. So that's it. You said it there. Like I'm, I know where I'm headed. Like there's so much power in that because you're just, whatever happens, you're like, I'm going, I'm doing that. I'm getting that. I'm becoming that like that is going to happen and it will happen. It will happen. Like it's in the future, but in a way you're just pull. It's already happened. You're just pulling yourself to it. Like yeah. the future self is just beckoning you come like you can do this. And, uh, it's like a whisper. One of, one of the guys on the podcast before he said, sometimes an opportunity will come, come to you and it'll be a whisper of, Oh, you should take it. And it's like in those moments, you know, whether you listen to the whisper or not, like, it's there and you just have to have the courage to, to take it. Um, another question for you, like uh, how has the pandemic and being inside and not, I mean, I guess for your business, you're, I'm curious as to how that affected it. Um, Cause I know in real estate, you gotta be out there and talking to people and prospecting. So how did that affect? Um, so I, I will say like, I mean, it, it it sucks to say, because, you know, 2020, 2021 during the pandemic was a horrible year for a lot of reasons and a lot of people, but for the real estate business and the real estate industry, it was the best time. We hit record-breaking sales, um, and that's just because everyone realized the value of home. Like every, everyone was home. They realized, oh, my God, if I have to stay in this house with four of my kids every day for the rest of my life, I need a bigger house. Or it was just like, you know, I'm renting and I can't afford to pay my land. It's just like a lot of people just realized the value and how important a home was and inventory was lower than ever. Um, and there was just an influx of buyers. Everyone just wanted to buy a home and have that stability. And everyone's kind of realized, okay, like land is more valuable than ever before. And that's why prices have shot up like crazy. Um, during the summer, if a house was 500,000, listed at 500,000, it's like, you know, you probably give them asking price and you'd usually win it if it was a regular market. But right now it's going at least 30 to 50 over asking price. And that's not even crazy right now. To this day, it's obviously cooled down a little bit right now, but it's like, if a house is listed at 300,000, you think at least get them 310. Um, so definitely people have realized that home is more important than ever. Inventory is extremely low and there's just such an influx of buyers that business was just booming. Um, even now I have so many buyer clients, but I have nothing to show them. I have nothing to take them to. There's nothing for them to buy because inventory is so low, which is why it's a seller's market and the sellers really have that upper hand and they can ask a million dollars for a $500,000 home and people won't question it. Um, so business has been great. And then on the personal side of things, COVID really affected me, you know, being home, it just made me think, it just made me really sit down and be okay, like, what am I doing? I guess, you know, when you're always 
you have that chem test coming up or you have a go to this friend's giving or whatever it is. You're always busy. You're always thinking about stuff. It's like you're just going with the flow. You're not really thinking, you're not really taking a moment to step. I'm like, okay, what am I really doing? Or what's really happening? Whatever you're, you're thinking about. Um, so being stuck in my room, in my dorm room for like two weeks, I had to quarantine for, for a while too. Um, I had COVID at some point. And that's actually when I started looking into real estate and stuff like that. I was bored out of my mind. So I was just sitting there, you know, with my thoughts all day. And that's when I started to really force myself to just think, I'm just like, okay. And which sucked, I really didn't like it. But I think so everyone has to do that is just take some time out to just sit down and just think like what, like just think about your life, think about your trajectory, think about where you see yourself and just really just plan it out in your head. I don't think you should have, you're not gonna have like a solid plan. Oh, I'm gonna do this, this and have it all set out after Mm -hmm. that quiet meeting with yourself but you really get an idea of like okay I need to start looking more into this I need to start looking more into that um, and that really helped me and I still do that to this day I'll take like you know two three hours on a Sunday or whatever it is and I'll just either go for a drive um, drives are really peaceful for me so I just go on a drive and just start thinking or I'll just go to like this park right across the corner and it's pretty quiet and just sit down and just just, just chit and chat with myself and just talk. I'm like, what's up, Omar? Like, what, what's going on? What you doing? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I do that so many times. Just talking to myself. I, I wear these a lot because I don't want people seeing, oh, he's talking to himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, dude, the reflection, uh, I vibe with that because definitely here at school, it's, you know, you can really lose yourself in just doing a lot of tasks because I think even just sitting with yourself sometimes can be a little scary, but um, I, that's really cool that you do that. Cause I know that as an entrepreneur, it's always go, go, go. And then you're, I think I, I operate on this inferiority complex. I don't know if anyone else listening does, but there's sort of like an insecurity that entrepreneurs have because they're always like, I can do better. I can be doing more. I can be closing more deals. I can be talking with more people. And it's always like, I'm never enough. That's sometimes is the uh, dialogue in your head. And so I think uh, that for a lot of people is a challenge. I know it is for me. So it's cool that you do that. And um, yeah, do you meditate at all? Like, um, So I'm Muslim. So I like our prayer is like kind of like meditation. So I don't really call it. Like, I just say prayer, um, but it's yeah. very similar to meditation. It's kind of like peaceful, just really thinking and and connecting with yourself and God or higher level or whatever you guys, you know, believe in, but it's yeah. just, it's kind of, yeah. So like every morning uh, it's called the fudge prayer. Um, every morning it's at like 6 a.m. right before sunrise, it's sit down on your prayer mat and just kind of, you can call it meditate, but it's like pray and just really just connect. So kind of something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. that It's essential. Um, and sometimes like the, the best thoughts will come to you in that mindset because it will just be totally you know everything will be parted and then oh <laughs> um, yeah yeah what uh so you're 19 now uh, i guess looking back uh, a couple of years like maybe two or three years ago knowing a little bit more about your journey now and where you want to head um, and your different habits and the things in your life you've cultivated to really help you refine your craft, knowing what you know about that, what would you tell you know, yourself three years ago? You know, Omer, don't do this or do this. What would that be? 
I think the biggest um, advice or what I would tell myself, you know, two to three years back is just try everything. Like, don't be stuck on, you know, a certain thing because your friends told you to or your parents told you to. I think for me, the best thing I did was, you know, go for it. Try being on this board of education, which really opened me up to a lot of different things. Try this marketing internship, even though I'm a pre-med student. Try this real estate internship, even though I want to do this. Try, like if I didn't try my med school stuff and my internship, I would. you would just never know. So I just say try, like don't hold yourself back. Just try different things. I don't care if it's not in your field or what you think you want to do. I just say try it. Like you never know. I might start a fashion internship tomorrow and I'll be like, oh, this is actually what I really want to do. So just like try different things. Just see what it's like. It won't hurt. Um, and that's what I realized. It's like I was so stuck up on a certain thing that I didn't even know I want. I was just told this is what you want. So I was like, okay, this is what I want. Um, and I didn't look at anything else. And I thought that everything else was a distraction. I had to block everything else out. But I mean, yes, have a clear goal and have a vision, but I would say just try different things out and that'll really just help you just decide what you want to do. And it, it, it just will help you so much and everything. Yeah, no, that, that makes a ton of sense. And it's, I think it's things that our parents or our teachers or different uh, mentors in our life will say sometimes, but it's also kind of like within guidelines, like, try all these things, you know, within reason or whatever. But sometimes it's like, maybe if it's not within reason, maybe if it's something that's completely just wacky, um, I think that should be embraced uh, as much as possible. And of course, if you can't get that from others, then you have to develop that within yourself. You have to say, okay, well, it's what I want. And so I have to start there. And again, it's a lonely place. Like, You've been there. Oh, yeah. I've been there, man. Like it's, it's a lonely place. Um, but it's just like, that's where it gets good. That's where you start to figure out, ah, oh, yeah, no, I can do this or, and yeah. it's, man, I, I feel like we have really similar. Yeah, I know. Mindsets. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know I'm talking a lot about myself here, but it's just like, I vibe with everything you're saying because it's just, and I'm sure people listening, like if you want to start a business or you want to do something different, I'm sure you can also, uh, you know, you, you, you can see where we're coming from and you can vibe with it because that that's the goal of this. I want, I want to show everyone else that we have so much similar uh, between each other that we're, we're all striving for something. And I feel like in, in the world, there's so many things that can divide us and even just profiles and social media can seem like we're so distant we're doing different things but um yeah. i mean it's just been really inspiring to hear your journey um likewise bro that this is amazing yeah likewise <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh there was another question i wanted to ask um oh okay so 2022 you know we just had the first two days second day now uh, <laughs> what are your goals man so my goals um, are business side of things. I really just want to double down and, you know, I'm young. So a lot of my business, it's like, I really have to convince people why I know what I'm doing and really show people I know what I'm doing. 
Um, and, you know, in the beginning, I always thought like, you know, who's going to buy a house from a 19 year old kid? It's not going to happen. Like, I need to be more realistic. Like, maybe I'll just, you know, get my license and start down the road. Um, but I realized that, look, like, and my mentor told me this too, Sam McCrae, like, listen, Omar, like, I started when I was 18. I'll tell you one thing. And this was the best thing that changed my like mindset. It's no one cares how old you are except you. He was like, no one's looking at your age. If you know what you're talking about, you know what you're doing. You're a professional in the business. He's like, I promise you, you were the only person thinking about your age. Um, so for me, for 2022, it's just really just diving into this business a lot deeper, learning from my mentors and just absolutely being the best in this industry. Like I really just want to be that real estate guy in my area that people know and people trust. And I want to build relationships with people. Um, and that's one of the biggest things I've been trying to do is, you know, when I have clients, I don't want it to just be clients. I don't want them to just, you know, use me for one transaction or I get one transaction out of them and then call it a day. Thank you. Bye. No, I really just want to build that relationship, that connection, you know, go over what's expected for them so that they know, you know, I'm not just here to be a realtor for you guys. I want to be a friend. I want to have that connection. I want to, you know, be able to grab lunch down like two years from now, even though you're not buying or selling anything. So really learn the business, develop these relationships. I really want to triple my number. So I had 5 million this year. I really want to do over 15 million next year, um, this year, actually, I guess. Um, and that's going to be kind of like the business side of things. And then on the personal side of things, just have a couple of things going that, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll work on for myself personally, more, you know, spiritually, like have a better routine, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like the gist of what my major goals are for, for this year. That's it just the word that came to mind when you were saying all of that, just like healthy, that just sounds super healthy and you're going to absolutely, I don't know a ton about real estate, but I will say like, you're just going to kill it here from hearing where you're at and just knowing. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, like it, it feels like your mind and your heart is in the right spot. And that, and what I know about people that 100% sells, like when people just know that you care about them and you're knowledgeable, they will buy and they'll keep buying and they'll ask for other things. And um, it's, it's really a beautiful thing. So that's cool, man. Um, I really am looking forward to seeing how you progress. Um, you're just, yeah, you're already killing it at such a young age. It's a really cool thing to see. And, uh, you know, I hope for everyone watching that you really are listening, um, that you take inspiration from Omer's story and uh, listen to that whisper, you know, listen to it and, and make that change. Um, live a life that is yours and that you feel is yours. And follow your heart. And, um, it, it may be a courageous thing to do or a hard thing to do, but it, it will pay dividends. And it clearly is for our guest, Omer. Thank you so much for having me, man. I really appreciate it.